In the Nefesh HaChaim, we are holding in the Prakim, Perak Vav. And what we saw previously, what Nefesh HaChaim was explaining to us, is the concept that the intention to make sure one's mitzvahs have the correct intentions and the holy feeling, and uh, the Tyre and the Kedusha, which a mitzvah could and should have with it, but sometimes can be used as a way to prevent the person actually fulfilling the mitzvah. And as we saw last time, that the main point of the mitzvah is the activity which we meant to do. And therefore, if a person's done the action of the mitzvah, even without all those spiritual and holy intentions, he's done a mitzvah. Whereas if a person had all the intentions but never got around to the actual physical performance of the mitzvah, so then he hasn't done the main point. Now, Nefshim is going to elaborate on this more in Perek Vav from a different aspect. Let's look inside, he says, Even though it's true that it's the machshav of a person, his intention, which reaches the heights in the spiritual world. In other words, how high a mitzvah is going to reach in its effect in the spiritual world will depend on the person's intention of doing the mitzvah. Now this is something which goes back to a principle we saw way back at the beginning of the Nefesh Achayim. And that is the reason why a person's actions have an effect altogether in the spiritual world, whereas the actions of an animal, for example, only affect the physical result and have no higher impact, is because an animal only has a nefesh. And if that's the case, the effect of its deeds can only affect physical things, which is the domain of the nefesh. Whereas a person has a ruach and a neshama, and therefore he has a connection that every action he does has a, a ripple effect in every world until the world of Ruchnis as well. And that's why the effects of a person who's a Jew uh, will cause a repercussions right up in the world of Ruchnis. Now, he says, being as that's the case, the more intention a person has in what he does, so the more of an effect it's going to have. Because uh, even though by default, when a person does something, it affects his nefesh, it affects his ruach, it affects his neshama, the example he gave was like links in a chain. If a person swings one end of the chain, the other end of the chain moves as well. But uh, for sure, the, the more emphasis and the more understanding a person has on what he's doing, so the more of an effect it's going to make. And therefore, the Nefesh Chaim isn't arguing the point that it's important to have the right kavanas in doing mitzvahs and that in, in, in increase in one's tyro or in one's kedusha in doing a mitzvah is going to influence the effect. He says, saying if a person has pure intention and the, the right dedication into doing a mitzvah is doing it in Shem Shemayim, then the effect of his mitzvah will have more of a, a result, uh, will cause more to change in the highest of Amos. But that's not the most important thing. And therefore, he's not arguing about the importance or the value of mitzvahs where a person uh, employs his mind or his uh, feelings, his intention. But as opposed to the chassidim who held that that was the most important thing, he's going to explain to us that it's not. And his proof of this, he brings the Zayar, and the Zayar says the following. The Zayar says, He is damin le'uvda. If a person has opportunity to do a mitzvah, and he intends the right intentions 
and he thinks the holy thoughts when doing the mitzvah, then he's fortunate. But for Afogab, even if he didn't have those thoughts, nevertheless, Zakai, he's still fortunate to Ovid because of the Mare, because he fulfilled the instruction of Hashem. Abalai is Chashiv man the Ovid Reosa Lishma, the Yechavin Babi Reosa. Command the Layada. You can't compare the person who does Hashem's mitzvahs with the right kavanas to a person who didn't know the right kavanas and just did the mitzvah without that. Why? The effect of the mitzvah depends on the thoughts a person has when doing the mitzvah. But nevertheless, even if there isn't going to be the intentions of a person's heart, the right thoughts or the right kavana, nevertheless the mitzvah is accepted and that we have a pasuk from Tehillim, Adot, Sari, David, David Davin for that, when he said, The pleasantness of Hashem should be on us. And the work of our hands He should establish for us. And that's, he says, what does it mean? The Kaddish Baruch should establish and set up the Tikkunim in Shemaim, based on what we did, for us. Which means, even though we don't know how to cause those effects, we can just do the action. Nevertheless, the action we do should have that be established as a, have that effect in Shemaim. For that level, it needs to be effective. For that level, it needs to be corrected. Okay, so we've seen a number of very, very important points in the Zar. The first one he says is that. Uh, the intention of a person uh, or a mitzvah which a person does with intention is uh, way more uh, effective and way more powerful in Shemaim than a mitzvah that a person does without intention. Now the intention he means here, he calls it Reusse, or sometimes he calls it Kavana, there's different kinds of intention in doing a mitzvah. There's one basic intention and that is the intention that I'm doing a mitzvah. As opposed to just doing an act which is a mitzvah but a person never intended it. Uh, and then if a person doing an act knowing this is the mitzvah and I'm intending to do a mitzvah so of course it's a much greater level than a person who does an act which he didn't think of as a mitzvah but Lemaisa turned out that it was and the proof of that is when you look at the the reverse when it comes to doing an avera a person who does an act which he knows is an avera but nevertheless does it is much worse than a person who does something which actually was an avera but he didn't realize he was doing an avera it has an avera which was done with shaygeg or even maybe misasek, which means without intent, is much worse than an avera which was done by mezid and the person knew he was doing wrong. So the first level, and that is that the intent of the person knows what he's doing, drastically alters the effect of the action. We're saying even more than that. It's not just the knowledge of what I'm doing. The same concept applies to the thoughts I was thinking when doing it. And therefore, the Reusa Deliba, which means the, the, the focus of my, of my intentions and my feelings in doing something, likewise, you can't compare the effect of a mitzvah which a person does as an expression of his feeling or as his thoughts is way more spiritual and achieves much greater results than a mitzvah which is done without that. But, even though that's the case, as a Zohar, nevertheless, even if a person doesn't have that, in other words, he's just done the action and he hasn't got the spiritual uh, counterpart, counterpart, the thoughts and the feelings which is meant to have, uh, the mitzvah is still accepted, and not just as accepted as the mitzvah, 
which means that the deeds of our hands should be established for us, which means as if we did the mitzvah. And therefore we see here the principle that it's not as if a person did the mitzvah. With all the kavanas, even though he didn't have all those kavanas. Now, let's understand this point a bit. You know that there's, besides the kavanas and intentions of doing a mitzvah, we know in the literature of Kabbalah, there's a concept called kavanas as well, which means in the literature of Kabbalah, there's a big discussion about what spiritual uh, levels a person's tapping into or affecting by the mitzvahs that he does. And we know that a person is meant to be thinking about that. And therefore, we have the Shara Kavanas, which tells us in different Tfilos, or even in different words of Tfilos, what the intention is meant to be, and uh, what the effect in Shemaim is. And we have Svarim, like the Siddur, for example, of the Rashash Kadesh, which he goes word by word through the davening and explains in each word what spiritual thoughts are, are, can be brought about and uh, the effects in the heavenly realms by what one's saying and what one's doing. And they asked him the question. And that is for a person who's unable to have these spiritual thoughts. Not everybody is a couple, not everybody understands these things, not everybody is able to focus on all the results of everything they do. Does that mean that for that, that person, those results are not taking place? In other words, is the spiritual effect of tefillah only for those who are aware of it and are thinking about it and, so to speak, making it happen? Or the, does the tefillah have that effect even for the person who isn't aware of it, doesn't understand it, and therefore isn't thinking about it? And the Rashash's answer is that even if a person isn't a Makubal and he doesn't understand and doesn't relate to and uh, therefore can't connect whatever spiritual level of understanding there is to the mitzvah that he's doing or to the words of the tefillah that he's saying, it nevertheless happens. In other words, the Tzachakadosh Baruch will make that result happen based on the action that the person did. And therefore, the action the person did triggers a process if one wants, and the, the result of that process is that HaKadosh Baruch is going to respond by making whatever the result of the mitzvah is meant to be take place. So if that's the case, and if all it requires from the person is the action that he does, and so to speak, all the, the continual uh, effect that it's going to have thereafter really a person doesn't need to know about, so then why would one want to have kavanas and davening or whatever it is, if it's not necessary, if it's not ma'akib? And the answer to that is obviously that it's not daime, a person who does an action and Hashem has to fill in for him everything else which is going to take place, so a person is on the level that he can cause it all himself. In other words, he himself can bring about all the desired effects without having to rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu to do it because he's unable. Okay, so that's the first two said we see, and that is as much as the Kavanas are important and effective and very in a very different realm of Kedusha and Tyro, but without that, a person can still be Yetzir, and even more than that, the same effect can still be brought about because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Maisi Yadeinu Kainu HaKadosh Baruch Hu establishes our actions for the results that the, act, that the actions are possible, or could possibly have. Okay, now let's go to the next point. Why is it like that? So let's understand another Oymek to the mitzvahs. We know we have a principle in the Gemara, in Cholin for example, that there are certain actions a person has to have kavana for what he's doing. And if a person has to have specific intent for what he's doing, then uh, somebody who is unable to have that kind of kavana can't be trusted that that's what they did. 
And the best example of that is the cotton, who's not yet a bendas, which means you don't yet trust him, but he understands and is focused on what he's meant to be doing. And therefore there's a din, for example, that a cotton is not meant to be a sheikhet. A cotton can't do shechita because it's still a cotton, and therefore we don't trust we don't trust his uh, his das enough. But the halacha is that if there be a god al oymed al gabok, if there be an adult standing next to him, and the adult would be instructing the child what to do, and the child will be just fulfilling exactly the orders the orders of the adult, and the adult is thinking this is what you have to do, and I'm checking to do it properly, and I'm having intention because this needs to be done for the shame. The shechita, or whatever the whatever the mitzvah that a person is doing, he has that in mind. So the Gemara says in Chulin that if you have a cotton sheshachat for gadol oimid al kavod, if the cotton is doing the shechita, but there's an adult watching and checking does it right and having in mind that this is being done as a shechita, which is meant to have all the requirements of the mitzvah, in that case it's kosher. In other words, normally we want the action and the intent done by the same person, but here we see a chiddush that they can be split. And one person can do the action, and a different person can have the intention, and the two are combined together in order that the, the, we have combined action and intent. And now based on that principle, the Mephoshim say a very beautiful idea. And they say that there's no way, obviously, that a person could possibly know all the effects of the mitzvahs. Even with what we do know of the spiritual world, I'm sure it's way, way higher levels as well, a much more deep significance to each mitzvah, and we can't possibly know when we do a mitzvah what, exactly what its effects are going to be. So that's the import of the kavanas a person can have. And yet, we said that Ashash says that if a person does the mitzvah without all those kavanas, the mitzvah is nevertheless going to have the same effect. It's still going to affect your mind the same way, it's still going to have the same spiritual. Uh, change in the Lamas. And therefore, why should a person have these kavanas? So, of course, like every mitzvah, the more that a person can do by themselves, the better it is. Now, going back to the marshal, the shchita that a child who dies, with the, the father being mitzvah, or the godel being mitzvah, the two combine, even though it's one person's intention, the other person's activity. So, like we said, we can't begin to understand the oymek of the effect that Mitzvah have in Shemayim. Only Hashem knows that. But Lemaise HaKadosh Baruch Hu instructed us. And He told us to do the Mitzvah. And therefore, when we do the action that Hashem told us to do, it's no different to the child doing the Shechita with the father commanding him. And as long as it does the action right, it, we, it combines the thoughts and intention of the father with the action of the child. And similarly, when we do it, Hashem told us to do exactly. So it combines, so to speak, our action with Hashem's Mashal. Hashem knows the reasons he had for the mitzvahs, Hashem knows the depth and the oymek in, in which are inherent in every mitzvah. And Therefore, as long as we do our part, which is the action that the Torah told us to do, HaKadosh Baruch will add to that whatever spiritual level there is. All the effects, all the commandments are meant to be. And of course, if a person is a godl and he can do more himself, so then for sure, then uh, he is a bigger chedek in the result which is happening. But if a person isn't able to do that, and he's doing just the action, it already has the same result. It already has the effect in Shemayim, 
because HaKadosh Baruch Hu completes, so to speak, what a person is doing. And that's the beauty of the mitzvah. Because if a person is doing something on their own, so then, they're the cotton who's acting just as a cotton. And there's no godel whose action, whose thoughts we can combine to the action. That only works when the child does something under instruction. And then we can say the child's just acting as, as he's instructed to do. And we can combine his actions with the person's instructing him's intention. Because the person's not doing something on his own understanding, on his own position, so there's nothing to connect it to. And if that's the case, the child, the person is doing something on his own, because he thinks this is the right thing to do, or he thinks this has a spiritual effect, the extent of the effect is limited to the amount that the person understands or the effect that the person can bring about. So, for example, in the world before the Torah was given, and they weren't yet mitzvahs, and therefore we weren't instructed by Hashem, the effect that a person's actions could have in Shemayim was limited to the amount he understood what he was doing. Whereas, in the world, once Hashem has given us instruction, and then we're just following instructions, then we the child who's acting, so to speak, on, as an agent of Hashem is instructing us, if that's the case, just an action we do can have the highest effect in Shemayim because it's combining our action with Hashem's intention of what that action is going to cause. A beautiful point. Amazing idea. When we put on Tfilin, we might begin to understand what exactly the Tfilin is causing in Shemayim, when we brought the Shaifa, when we keep Shabbos, but we understand that we're acting under instruction. We're the child who's fulfilling the activity down here, and then Akadish Baruch Hu can add to that all the spiritual ramifications that they're meant to be. But of course, the condition for that is we do the action. If the person doesn't do the action either, then there's nowhere to start from. And therefore, that's when Shachayim brings the desire, and we understand very well why the most important thing is the mice. If we're doing the mice correctly, then we really we've achieved everything. We've achieved everything because our mice will then be used by Kaddish Baruch to bring into effect whatever spiritual result it is meant to be. If we can do it ourselves, it's even better. If we can add more kavan or more understanding or more depth, it just adds to what we're doing ourselves. But even without that, the result is going to happen. The result is going to happen because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who knows what the results are meant to be, he'll add that to the action we do. Of course, the one, the one uh, thought that a person has to have, and that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's understanding can't make up for that the person is to himself, and that is the intention that what I'm doing is a mitzvah that Hashem instructed me to do. But as long as the person's intention is I'm doing this as a mitzvah that Hashem instructed me to do, then I'm acting as an agent of his, and therefore any results which he wants it to be, they're going to be. Unbelievable idea. So it's not just that, it's not the most important part of the mitzvah, the thoughts the person has, it's that a person doesn't even do that, so to speak, without having them, uh, whatever spiritual level that they might be, because Hashem has those thoughts. Of course, once again, it's not, not that if a person shouldn't if he can, but if a person can't and does the mitzvah, the mitzvah will have this effect in Shemai. As long as the person's intention is, I'm doing what Hashem told me to do. We spoke about the depth of Tfilah, that Hashem is the place in which the world is, not the other way around. Like we explained there. The Apostle Krishna, the Krishna, that we explained that Akadish Baruch isn't just the only one, 
that that the, it's the only the only existence. Hakolul rak the mitzvah To understand these concepts are deep concepts, and therefore they add to the performance of the mitzvah, but they're not liyukovah. It's not as if a person hasn't done a mitzvah if he didn't think these thoughts. Even a person doesn't know these ideas, or he's never used to, gotten used to thinking that many davens, or doesn't understand them, because didn't appreciate the depth of the concept, or he's worried that he might be over on destroying whatever principles are of Torah, of believing in Hashem if he doesn't understand the the depth of the concept of Hashem Mechazu and Nuvale that we learned about because Shiyochal Avim Mizeh Chasushon Misha and Dati Avim Mizeh a person doesn't understand these ideas he can come to make mistakes in a manner and therefore a person feels it's safe of him to avoid the topic and as Shoaiv Lashi is Barach and Mekayim Kachal Akasu B'Taris Hashem Shabichsa V'Shabapeh Rabbi Sena Gadayim he said I'm just doing what Hashem told me to do what the Torah says what the Alacha says what Chazal say and what more than that, what I mean, I believe, what I think, that Hashem is one, whatever one is meant to mean. I don't don't go into the hakiras, into the depth of the explanation of what that means. And I mean, and therefore, my intention is Hashem, this is what you want me to do, I'm fulfilling it. Even though it's beyond my understanding, a person like that is gam kein nikra eved Hashem. He's serving Hashem. He's doing what Hashem told him to do. Ki ein karadvarim ha'ele amurim ele lemisha da'ati yafe. All the levels we spoke about before are only for somebody who is able to understand it. Ve'choshek and yirei Hashem ve'choshek Hashemay. And for sure, for people who yirei Hashem or people who understand ruchnis and understand kabbalah, Hashem kaiyachamim because they can understand these concepts. So for them, they should be thinking that. If a person is able to affect a certain change in Shemayim, is able to bring around a certain tikkunim or make his mitzvahs understand himself where he's going to bring these mitzvahs to and how to how what he's doing is going to affect Shemayim, so he thinks of himself, it's even better. But nevertheless, the most important thing is not to change any detail of the mitzvah. From even the smallest rabban in addition to the mitzvah, because then it's not longer Hashem is mitzvah. If Hashem, just like the example we gave before, if the gadol told the cotton to shift a certain way and he does a shift a little bit differently, so firstly he won't be yotzer. It wasn't what the mitzvah was, but secondly that's not longer the intention. He's not fulfilling what he's told to do, and therefore we can't combine the thoughts of the gadol to the act of the cotton. The cotton isn't listening to what the God told him to do. And therefore the same idea over here, when it comes to being a mitzvah, as long as we're scrupulous in keeping the mitzvah as it's meant to be kept, then we can tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, we've done our part, you do yours. Which means we've done the action he wanted us to do, HaKadosh Baruch Hu attached to that action, or caused it to bring about all the effects you wanted this mitzvah to have. Just like we say, when the Pasuk says, when Kali Yisrael comes to the Mitzvah, and they say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, We've given the master, the trimmer, asinu, everything he wanted us to do, we did. And therefore, now we've done our part, so we ask Hashem, do you do your part and call, make that fact that all the mitzvahs we did have affected Shemayim? As a result, it should be a source of bracha and prosperity for Kaddish. We ask Hashem, therefore, to do his part, and Hashkif, and Kaddish, 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 and Kaddish
But we can only ask for that. We can first declare Asisi, Bechadashet Zimisani. I've done exactly what you told me to do. Every detail is right, every point is right, exactly what you told me to do, I did. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu, now that I've done what was incumbent on me to do, the way you wanted, so now the thoughts that you had that these mitzvahs should accomplish, or that the effects these mitzvahs should have, they should attach that to the mitzvah that I did. But if a person falls short in some way from doing the mitzvah, then he hasn't done the mitzvah. It wasn't what told him to do. And that's the case, even though it looks like a prat cut and a small detail in the mitzvah, it's not going to have the effect. Now, sometimes that small detail means there's only going to be yetzah. For example, about tefillin. If the person can buy the most good tefillin, the best pattern, the best parashiyas, uh, have all the kabbalists intended when he puts them on, but they aren't in the right place. So it might just be one small prat cut in exactly the place where the tefillin are meant to sit, but without that, the person's not yet. If he didn't do the mitzvah tefillin. Similarly, when it comes to other mitzvahs, the person can have all the details, but the one little point, the one prat cut he leaves out, means it wasn't yet to the mitzvah. And therefore, for a person who wants to ensure that he's doing mitzvahs properly, the first, the first aspect of the mitzvah to focus on is the action, is he doing the action right? And therefore he says, It's not just the prat cut in the mitzvah, that's a basic requisite in order to fulfill the mitzvah. If a mitzvah is a time limit, the person is to the mitzvah in time. Mm-hmm. Like in there, as before. And the mitzvah died out of time means the time limit ended, the mitzvah wasn't done. So now the, the gates of that mitzvah are closed. So we understand, Rokhni, so we also understand that if a mitzvah is based on time, it means that during that time period, the mitzvah can have its effect. Once that time period is entered, ended, then the mitzvah can no longer have that effect. Uh, so to speak, that, that's no longer an available option. If that's the case, if we want our mitzvahs to achieve something in Shemayim, we have to do them in the time allotted to them. Because without that, then it's too late, so to speak, for that effect to still take place. And therefore, a person should never give any of these things, Mishol Minyas Taras Machshal. Therefore, a person should be very careful to make sure that he's doing the mitzvahs in the best possible way. And that's Mishol, that's better, that makes it a better mitzvah, and then the results, if a person can do himself, like I said, he gets more sorry for that. But even if not, the results that they're meant to be and the effects they're meant to have, once a person can say that he's honestly done what I should expected him to do, the way it's meant to, it's meant to be kept, then he can rely on the Baruch to have all those results. Therefore, first, then, in the terms of time's principle, the main point is to focus on the details of the mitzvah to make sure we be making the mitzvah properly and not sacrifice that for. Uh, have more kavano, more intention, and as a result, lose the mitzvah altogether.